This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. It's been about a month since freshman GOP Congressman Mark Molinaro officially took office. The former Dutchess County Executive is representing the 19th Congressional District, which covers Broome and Tompkins counties east to Columbia County. He recently joined WSKG's Von Golden to discuss how the 118th Congress is shaping up. A few days ago, President Biden delivered the State of the Union address. Uh, this is your first as a member of Congress. Um, I and, and all the other cool kids who are watching on C-SPAN uh, might have seen you get a few words in with the president as he was exiting the chamber. Um, what do you have to say to President Biden? Well, for, I, uh, first, um, to be in the room, no matter what your political affiliation is, no matter who the president is, uh, is still uh, it, it's an honor. And, and by the way, the, the, the idea that, that I, I am there rep- representing the 750,000 folks, in, plus or minus, in the 19th Congressional District wasn't lost on me, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's actually one of the uh, a, a real tangible moments where you, you feel like I'm, I'm, I'm their person for this moment, and, and that wasn't lost on me at all. Um, you know, I, I had been having a, uh, a conversation with Senator Gillibrand at the end uh, at the end of the State of the Union. Quite candidly, um, we we spoke so long there were only a handful of us left, a few New Yorkers uh, there, uh, and we looked over our shoulder, and, and President Biden hadn't left. So uh, I did uh, uh, meander over. I, I will say uh, we spoke for about three minutes. Uh, it was a it was a good good exchange. Um, obviously, um, uh, you know, uh, exchange pleasantries. But I I said to him. Um, what what I've you know told others and and, and you should know I said uh, I was raised by uh, uh, by a mom uh, who was uh, diagnosed depression grew up on on food stamps uh, have a child with disability um, mr. president on issues related to mental health uh, and and services for those with disabilities uh, you'll have support and partners as Republicans he said you know some of my democratic friends don't want me to reach out but uh, but on these issues we can and then we spoke for a few more minutes and I would say as a local, a little bit of local flavor, he remembers driving through uh, Broome County uh, as a college student uh, going to uh, Syracuse uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, stopping at a couple Italian restaurants on the way. So switching gears a little bit, on election night, um, after it was pretty clear you were going to win the 19th district, um, you were talking with reporters. And one of the things you said, and this is a, a quote from that night, um, uh, you said Americans are struggling too hard and they're too tired of uh, watching politicians yell at each other and blame one another. They're going to need us functioning together, and that's what I'll intend to do, end quote. In your opinion right now, are House Republicans functioning together, especially after uh, a pretty contentious speak- speaker election? Uh, uh, short answer is yes, we are. Uh, I do see, in fact, very, very clear glimmers of uh, bipartisanship on um, issues that you might not report about um, often enough. And I'm not, that's not a criticism. There will be moments where these bills and ideas uh, filter into bigger policy. Um, uh, but I would offer without taking too much time. But I, I would say I've used this analogy and I, and I want people to, uh, to kind of uh, uh, hear it and, and you, you choose to, to share it, whether, whether or not you do is up to you. But you know, as I, I've explained, imagine inviting your entire family over for Thanksgiving, uh, and, um, and and we all agree we're not going to talk about politics. We have committed to not talking about politics. Uh, and then we all arrive, and Uncle Ernie starts talking about politics. You know, think about what happens then. The place kind of blows up a little bit. Uh, it takes a while to settle down and get focused again. Uh, it probably takes 15 votes in a couple weeks for that to happen. Um, and so that's what we experienced early on. Not the way I wanted to start, certainly, or anyone wanted to start. But the truth is, 
Uh, two years of not being here, right? Members of Congress didn't necessarily come here often because of the COVID restrictions. Uh, there was a rigid structure here. Uh, it was top-down, and again, criticism or not, it was basically a top-down approach. Uh, that that changed instantly uh, when when Republicans took the majority, uh, op open you know much more open setting, uh, and of course there were internal grievances, ideological differences that you know all erupted, uh, and and there were flashpoints early on. Um, I'm not naively optimistic. I am hopeful and 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 I think grounded optimistic uh, that that some of that that early um, consternation, debate, and struggle to come to consensus. Um, does provide us the opportunity to move forward, and I'm seeing it on on the, on the ground uh, around around the uh, you know the Capitol, which which is 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 uh, you know it's encouraging. Mm -hmm. So uh, switching gears a little bit, um, what is shaping up to be one of the more contentious fights, um, at least in the early part of this Congress, uh, is raising the debt ceiling. Uh, this in itself is not new spending. It just allows the government to finance its existing debt. Um, to start, if Speaker McCarthy put a clean bill raising the debt ceiling on the floor today, would you support it? There, there will not be a bill that doesn't uh, include some um, uh, fiscal reforms, um, and, and that is the, that's the message that we've sent to the White House. Uh, it's the commitment that we've made to, to the American people as well. That doesn't mean that. Uh, so, are you saying you you, you you would only support a bill with some concessions involving spending cuts on it? Um, I first of all will tell you that we have uh, several months. Uh, the president has, despite saying he wasn't going to negotiate, has begun negotiating. Um, by the way, Joe Biden himself uh, rarely voted for a debt ceiling increase. Uh, without uh, without some uh, spending reforms, and quite frankly, most fiscal policy gets crafted in the in the pressure of discussing and ultimately debating and approving debt ceiling uh, increases. Uh, I will say, my, my position is the president comes to the table with a proposal uh, to to make sure that we don't continue to simply spend uh, without uh, without concern uh, for the cost to taxpayers, the impact on inflation, uh, and the rising debt. Uh, and, and I'm hopeful that we can come to the table with a with a reasonable approach uh, that's sensible and responsible. Uh, and I, I believe that we will achieve that. You can hear the full interview with Molinaro, including conversation about the power of moderates in the GOP and efforts to move legislation on disability services on WSKG.org.